Welcome to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show. Did you know that over 95% of all businesses fail within the first 10 years? By listening in to what Bob's guests have to say, plus direction from Bob Pritchard himself, it's our intention that you won't be among those statistics. Now, here's your host, Bob Pritchard. Hello, world. Welcome to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show on Voice America Business Channel. We're broadcasting to over 60 countries this week. And we're in our studio on Hollywood Boulevard in Los Angeles, looking over the whole of the Los Angeles area from the city through to past the airport to Santa Monica. And it is absolutely beautiful today. I think it's probably about 85 and 90 degrees. We're also in the center of the Silicon Beach startup capital and uh, the fastest growing part of the world for entrepreneurs. I want to thank the wonderful team in Australia and in Vietnam, where I've been for the last month, for making the broadcast so fantastic. Now, this program's all about helping entrepreneurs and everyone in business to be more successful. We've been bringing you information and great advice and fantastic interviews now for over five years to help you might help you maximise your success. And I also want to thank you, our fabulous listeners, for making us the number one business radio show in the world for entrepreneurs. I really appreciate it. It's lovely looking at the um, studio window. There's hummingbirds just with their little wings flapping like mad. Now, if we could all work that hard, we'd all be doing real well. Now, I wrote this quote about six years ago, and I'd forgotten about it until yesterday when I was flicking through my last book, which was called Kick-Ass Business and Marketing Secrets, which you all, of course, have a copy sitting on your desk. You wouldn't be without it. And the quote is, if you're not learning, someone somewhere else is. And when the two of you meet, if they know more than you do, they will win. And we've all worked way too hard to let the other bastard win. Nothing has been more true. Note this week that, um, well, a couple of weeks ago, I guess, Uber took its two billionth customer six months after racking up its first billion. And the first billion took six years. The second billion took six months. That's pretty good growth. I was thinking the other day that in 1899... Charles Duell was Commissioner of the U.S. Patent Office, and he said that everything that can be invented has already been invented. That was 120 years ago. Now, look how far we've come since then. It's extraordinary. But I hear the same things being said by entrepreneurs now. Now, did you miss the beginning of the internet in 1985? When, 1985... Every single dot-com name was available. One-word domains and common names, everything was available. It didn't even cost anything to claim. In fact, only 20 years ago, 1994, McDonald's.com was still available. (laughs) Hard to imagine, isn't it, when you're sitting there trying to think of names that you can, domain names you can get. Well, guess what? Over 4 billion of the current world population was not here when the internet started either. And 
back then, it was really easy to be the first in any category. Consumers had few expectations. The barriers were really low. Start a search engine. You could be the first to open an online store, serve up amateur videos. Of course, that was then. Looking back now, it seems as if millions of people have developed every possible opportunity, leaving only the most difficult and complicated options. And I hear that all the time. Now, 30 years later today, the internet feels saturated with apps, platforms, devices, and more than enough content to demand our attention for the next zillion years. And even if you could manage to create another amazing, amazing innovation, who'd notice it among the solar system of websites, apps, domain names, blogs, and other options? But in reality, in terms of the internet, nothing's really happened yet. The internet is still right at the beginning. 20 years from now, we'll realise that most of the greatest products running the lives of citizens in 2036 wouldn't have been invented until after 2016. From our perspective now, the greatest online things of the first half of this century, they're all before us. They're all yet to happen. They're all waiting for that crazy, no one told me it was impossible visionary to start grabbing the still low-hanging fruit. In 2036, the entrepreneurs of the day will say, can you imagine how awesome it would have been to be an innovator in 2016? It was a wide open frontier back then. You could pick up almost any category and add some artificial intelligence to it, put it in the cloud, and few devices had more than one or two sensors in them, unlike the hundreds that will be there in 2036. 2036. <laughs> so today, in 2016, is the best time to start up. There's never been a better day in the whole history of the world to invent something. There's never been a better time with more opportunities, more openings, lower barriers, higher benefit risk ratios, better returns and greater upside than there is right now. So st stop worrying about how hard it is and start thinking about how easy it is. Now, I was talking to the Hyperloop guys on Saturday and this is a project that I absolutely love. Um, the Hyperloop is the passenger and rail system that will transport people and freight at the speed of sound in a 26-person capsule, and it'll be up and running in about 36 months. There's been inquiries from 63 countries, from Moscow to Korea. The first operating Hyperloop will be in Dubai, we understand, and a contract was signed last week with the Czech Republic for the Bratislava to Vienna line by car. It's about an hour and a half. By Hyperloop, eight minutes. Bratislava de Kossus, which by car is five and a half hours, by Hyperloop, 25 minutes. And from Bratislava to Budapest, which is three hours by car, it's only 10 minutes by Hyperloop. Now, these guys are absolutely brilliant, and innovation has only just begun. Now, you're listening to Bob Pritchard, Radio Show and Voice America Business, this week from our studio on Hollywood Boulevard in Los Angeles. 
And we're here to assist entrepreneurs to become successful. So if you've got a question about any aspect of business, any aspect at all, please don't hesitate to email me at bob at bobpritchard with a T dot com. And we will answer it on air or we'll email you directly. And uh, go to my website, bobpritchard.com. Subscribe to my monthly newsletter. It goes out to 16,000 business executives in over 60 countries every month. And actually, from today, I'm going to try and send out a brief what you should know today note, a very quick 30-second read. I'm going to send it out every day. So a quick 30-second read every day. And we'll see how many um, get lost, piss off, don't send me any more emails we'll get. And if we don't get too many, we'll continue with it. And on my website, bobpritchard.com, you'll see that I have a new page called the Bob Pritchard Success Pathway, and this is designed to assist international entrepreneurs as well as American entrepreneurs to access contacts, expertise, and funding in North America. We've established some great partnerships, which we'll be announcing soon, and we'll pop them up on the website. Everywhere you go, you see people wandering around with their phones in their hand, wandering down the middle of the road and looking behind poles and behind dumpsters. And it seems that everyone in America is playing Pokemon Go. Now, the best estimate is about 9.5 million daily active users in the US alone. It seems to me there's about 9.5 million just here in Hollywood. People everywhere playing Pokemon Go. Now, similar web published data this week showed that Pokemon Go was used by almost as many people as Twitter. Now, the 9.5 million figures an estimate, of course, as are all the other estimates floating around. SurveyMonkey pegs Pokemon Go's user base at 21 million every day, and I reckon that might be a hell of a lot more like it. And CNET saying 15 million. So I think I'll go with, um, just from my experience, SurveyMonkey. But we don't really know how many people are playing Pokemon Go, but we do know the number is growing very rapidly, and we know that people can't stop talking about it, and that's something you can take to the bank. Now, for those of you who are sitting out there saying, what the hell is Pokemon Go? I've never bloody heard of it. Now, this is where Pokemon Go is where you can travel between the real world and the virtual world of Pokemon with Pokemon Go on your iPhone and your Android. With Pokemon Go, you'll you know you look at Pokemon in a whole new world. Yours, Pokemon Go allows you to find and catch 151 species of Pokemon in your real world surroundings. So you step outside and catch wild Pokemon by using your phone. It shows you out there in the real world where the Pokemons are hiding and enables you to track them and chase them. And you can explore cities and towns around where you live and even around the world to capture as many of the 151 Pokemon as you can. And as you move around, your smartphone will vibrate to let you know if you happen to be near a Pokemon. And once you've encountered one, take aim on your smartphone's touchscreen and throw a Pokeball to catch it. Now, two nights ago, there was a report that a rare Pokemon was at Santa Monica Pier. At 3 a.m., 3 a.m., 
literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people descended on Santa Monica Pier to snare the Pokemon. It is unbelievable. Now, when Pokemon Go was released, the websites crashed with over 600,000 calls per second. <laughs> 600,000 calls a second. Nintendo's market cap increased by $9 billion overnight. So who said there's no opportunities? Whee! So these strange people that you see walking around your neighbourhood, blind, blindly crossing roads and walking into your garden while looking at their cell phones, are not trying to assassinate your cat. They're looking for Pokemons. It's very cool. What a brilliant idea. Absolutely brilliant idea. I've just some. I've got some additional, pretty exciting news from radio listeners, as well as those who purchased my books and attend speeches, etc. And we're going to announce this also in a couple of weeks. We've got a whole heap of stuff happening behind the scenes here, and the aim is to develop a like-minded community of people who are entrepreneurs and want to take advantage of every opportunity there is to be successful. We're launching the Bob Pritchard Premium Club which offers our listeners a fantastic range of benefits, business advice, giveaways, and a host of really cool stuff. We've been working on this for a while. The next couple of weeks, we'll be telling you about all the advantages of joining the club. So watch out for it. Now, today's interview is more about a great product than it is about the interviewee. Not that Andy Seymour, who I speak to, is not a great guy with an enviable CD, he, CV. He's got a fantastic personality, Andy. Um, he's, he's actually been a rock and roll singer all his life. Um, but he's also well, he's very smart. I'm not saying that rock and roll singers can't be smart because they obviously can. But um, the product that he and Mike Potter have got is called Better Reviews. And I reckon, in my humble opinion, I see dozens of new products each week. This could just be the right product at the right time. And I'll tell you a bit more about that in a minute. But um, let's go back to Andy for a sec. Andy's got a 35-year-old, 35-year career in the entertainment business. He toured internationally as an entertainer. He hosted television shows here in the US back before the GFC. And uh, because of the GFC, unfortunately, the show didn't get renewed and um, he was off television. But his partner, Mike Potter, who's also a terrific guy, I mean, these are the most two most unassuming guys I've ever met in my life, started programming back on a Commodore 64. Anybody remember those? I'm not sure what year that was, but it was a bloody long time ago. And he's programmed solutions for organisations such as Saab Defence and Security, and he's created a major aircraft booking system. So the boy's smart. He's come up with something, or the boys have come up with something that is really simple, but bloody really cool with a 
huge amount of legs, I reckon, at a time when everybody realises, online and offline, that um, customer service is critical to building a successful business. So I'll be back with Andy immediately after this break on the Voice America Business Channel. Do you want your business to achieve results you never thought possible? Bob Pritchard is recognized as the business leader's advisor and has 30 years of experience as a straight-talking troubleshooter for Fortune 500 companies and SMEs across the world. Whether you need a checkup across all departments of your business or simply want to improve marketing, advertising, performance measurement, or some other area, Bob Pritchard will work his magic so you can blow away your competition. Bob Pritchard is also one of the most in-demand speakers in the world. Over 1,500 clients on five continents and countless standing ovations are a testament to how he changes the fortunes of business. Pick up Bob's new book, Kick-Ass Business and Marketing Secrets, at your nearest bookstore or visit Bob's website at www.bobpritchard.com. Remember, if you want to be successful, call Bob Pritchard now. Worldwide phone numbers and more information can be found at bobpritchard.com. You are listening to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show. To connect with Bob, please send an email to bob at bobpritchard.com. That's bob at bobpritchard.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the Bob Pritchard Straight Talking Business Radio Show, where over the past five and a bit years, we've given you the insights into the lives of about 250, 260 of the world's most interesting business people. We've talked about what they do. We've talked about the struggles they've been through. We've talked about, tried to find out what makes them tick. It's unbelievably successful, difficult to be successful. And uh, around about 95 to 99% of all businesses today fail. So 99% failure rate. So we need all the help we can get if we're going to be successful. That's why it's important for you to have mentors People have been there, done that, and can help you um, address some of the issues that you're going to face in a way that um, they overcame theirs. Now, everyone in business faces the same challenges. You know, everybody begins with a dream, and they persevere through a bunch of obstacles, and then some serious challenges hit us. And everybody, doesn't matter whether you're... Um, in a dry cleaning store or whether you created a new app, we all go through exactly the same problems. And the internet is totally changing the way we do business. There's an overload of information. There's an increased level of fraud and scepticism. And so most of us go to Google and check out reviews before we buy anything. So reviews have become extremely important in influencing consumers' purchase decisions. So today's guest, Andy Seymour, has a comprehensive 35-year career in media, arts and entertainment. He toured internationally as an entertainer, hosted television programs in Australia and in the United States. And uh, Andy, welcome to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show. 
Thank you, Bob. It's uh, it, it's I'm I'm very honoured, mate, to uh, to be on your show, given its astonishing reputation, mate. And I'm I'm tickle pink that we can have a talk. So thank you. Great. Okay, let's begin with a basic question. Yes, sir. I'm a business out there. You know, I've got some yes. sort of a business. Doesn't matter what uh, sort of business it is. How yes. does the company called Better Reviews and uh, yes, it's a just how does it work? Tell us about how Better Reviews works. Okay. Well, um, look, you you touched on it very briefly in your intro. Um, you know, pretty much everybody will Google, you know, you want to go to the local hardware shop, you want to take your wife out for dinner on a Saturday night, you go, let's try that new Italian place down the street. Um, only the foolhardy wouldn't Google. You just do. Google's become part of our daily agenda. Sure. And why on earth wouldn't you type in, you know, Gino's Italian restaurant, um, you have a little look, you read the reviews, and you go, oh, you know, and the first review you read says, I ordered, I ordered uh, spaghetti marinara and there was no marinara. It was just spaghetti, you know, we'll, yep. we'll, we'll never come back. Well, boy, oh boy, that's going to make me go, yeah, I think we'll skip Gino's. Let's go to uh, Alfredo's somewhere else, you know. Right. Yep. And, and so what we were, you know, it dawned on us one day that Google really has become literally, it's a very, very powerful part of our daily agenda. Um, now, you know, good or bad, Google displays reviews of your business whether you like it or not. True. And we thought, how can we improve this? You know, now, this is nothing derogatory against Google. I mean, Google's, good Lord, Google's just amazing. You know, it's yeah. part of our life. Yeah, sure. Um, but, you know, um, for as positive as Google is, it could it could quite possibly be derogatory or not, no, no, sorry, wrong word. It could be damaging to you because a couple of people didn't like your seafood marinara and told everybody about it. That's so right. we thought, how can we fix this? So we started developing better reviews. And, and so to now get to the point, which is to answer your question, um, you can, as a business owner, um, offer your customers the better reviews app, it um, you get them to give a review. If, if there's anything three stars or less because they weren't that, weren't that fussed with your spaghetti or your window cleaning or your motor mechanic uh, guy, yep. um, and it goes, yeah, he was all right, but I'll, 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 I'd probably try somewhere else before I went back. So if you get one of those, three, three stars or less with an average review, it actually comes to you. It comes back to you, the business owner. If it's four or five stars, it goes straight to Google. Right. So obviously it gives you that opportunity to contact the customer and say, hey, John, I'm, I'm really sorry we didn't have enough seafood in our marinara. I'd love to you and your wife to come back. Let me let me buy you dinner and show you what we can really do, and and that's what it's all about. It's about getting you to the top of the Google rating because your business is glowing um, with with four and five star reviews. Okay, now because um, one of the problems with um, with reviews is that I read an estimate that sixty plus percent of reviews are lodged by the business owner who writes really positive reviews, of course, for his own business, or they're very yes. negative and they're written by 
competitors. I, I've been involved with a whole bunch of companies where I've been a consultant and they um, bombard reviews with negative comments about their competitors, which yeah, not very ethical and it stinks really, but, but it happens. It does, doesn't it? Um, it does. It does happen. So how can we be sure that the reviews that you receive are genuine? Can, can you tell if it's by, you know, Luigi puts up a, a negative review about um, his, his Giuseppe's Italian restaurant down the road? <laughs> Well, you sort of you sort of can, and and it's I guess you know perhaps you know what one guy reads with his discerning eye, and the next guy is oblivious to it. Yep. But all I can say is, let's supposing that you now you've you now you're part of the better review system, yes. and so and you're encouraging your customers to give you a good review. Now we're only asking, you know, we, we're only suggesting to the business owner, mate, try and get one good review a week. You know, don't, you're not trying to get five good reviews a day. I mean, and, and if you are, wow, more power to you. But if you can just get one or two great reviews a week from very satisfied customers, that's already going to start making these wonderfully um, warm and decent reviews about your business that just start appearing nonstop. They're just there. So suddenly, if you get this review that goes, these guys are idiots. There was absolutely no way they fixed my car properly. They're total imbeciles and I will never go back there. This is an outrage. And yet, and that one sits amongst 15 or 20 great reviews about your service, how warm you were, you gave them a loan car, you made them a cup of coffee and helped your elderly mother sit with a lap rug while you waited and tuned up her car. Suddenly you go, you know what? That's just not consistent. That's, that's our great from a competitor, you know. So that's one way you can tell. It does stand out. Do you have any research that tells you um, how many reviews that an average customer will look at, a potential customer will look at? I mean, if I go onto a site and, you know, some of them have got 750 reviews, how many reviews do people flick through before they say, okay, I like this place or no, I don't like this place. How many? Yeah, now look, I can't quote an actual uh, researched statistic there, but I can quote you purely based on conversations I've had with just a handful of different people that I have actually asked. I said, just out of interest, how many, you know, you clicked on Giuseppe's Italian restaurant, how many reviews did you read before you decided? And they went, well, look, you know, we don't. We expect there to be. You know, you can't please all of the people all of the time. So there's probably going to be a couple of average reviews there. But most people seem to read maybe half a dozen. They'll pretty much just read the first six that are at the top of the page. I yep. doubt whether they'll keep continuously delving deeper, unless they're so bad they're hilarious, and, yep. and there are plenty of those. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but, some of them are just hysterical, and you just think, "Why are you remaining in business? You know, what is wrong with you? You know." Yeah. yeah. Um, but oh, most people all read. I think I'm that's. Sorry, go ahead. I think that's probably a pretty good guess because I, I um, since I heard about better reviews, I, I started 
thing every every time I went to look up a, a business, I started thinking about this, and uh, I, I I would go through half a dozen, and after half a dozen reviews, if they're all pretty good, then um, you know my mind's made up. So if you're getting one or two great reviews a week coming through better reviews and they're being lodged, then chances are that you're never going to get to a negative review. You know, your yeah. reviews are going to be positive, right? One of the, um, one of the, you know, sort of unusual issues with Google lodging, you know, putting up your reviews through Google is they're not necessarily in chronological order. No, true. Um, and and so the very very first review you read, you know, might be these guys are imbeciles. I'll never go back. Um, but it might pay you to have a look at the date of it because it might be two thousand and eight. Yes. You know, so it's worth scrolling down a couple more. Then suddenly you go, oh, hang on a second, here's one from just a week ago. Oh yeah. wow, great food. The guys the guys were amazing. Loved them. They helped my disabled wife. It was fantastic. And you go. Yeah. So, again, it's about constantly getting consistent and you only need one or two a week of these good reviews that pop up and eventually the good ones, they simply nullify the bad ones, you know. Um, yeah, sure. So, and it's about uh, consistency and not about volume. Um, if I have got a negative review... Uh, and I haven't been able to address it by phoning them, and because that's the other way to find out whether somebody's genuine or not. Because if they post a negative review, you just contact them, and if they answer the phone, Giuseppe's um, Italian restaurant, well, you know they're competitors. Um, but if you do get a negative review, is it possible to get it off? Well, once they're yes. up, they're up. Once they're up, they're up. It is very difficult to remove a negative review from Google. Um, if you go to the Google page that, you know, you can, if, you, if you've if you got a beef about a review, unless um, it's racial driven, um, unless it's some sort of threat to national security or something utterly horrendous, yeah. uh, it's all but impossible to remove a bad review. Um, and so, yeah, it's there for life. And, and so, again... Go ahead. Sorry. The good thing, a good thing, I guess, about this is that people are, um, if if you're actively seeking reviews, um, then you're you're going to get a preponderance of good reviews if you've got a reasonable business. And the reason that um, negative reviews get up there is because more people put up negative reviews than put up good ones. People expect the business to be good, and it's only when it's bad that they actually write a lousy review. When it's good, they don't necessarily write a review. So what this is doing is yeah. encouraging more good reviews. It, it sure is. Um, it's funny how, you know, you turn yourself inside out to make your customer happy, and away they go, see you, thanks for your business, bye, have a great day. And for some reason, that customer, despite him being over the moon with his new car, yep. some, for some reason, you're meant to be a mind reader and just presume that they're totally happy and it's all over. <coughs> Excuse me. Yep. Um, for some reason, yeah, people tend not to um, post good reviews by, by their own choice mm. because they're happy and away they go yep. and end of story. Okay. If they're browned off and they're angry, that's when they post it. That's right. And so, yeah, once you've shaken the hand of 
John and he's bought his new car or he's just had the best meal of his life and you've made a big fuss of him in your restaurant for his birthday. And while they're paying the bill and they're going, well, oh, man, your spaghetti marinara is just the best, is that's when you say, would you like to Would you like to post me a good review? Would you like to review me And if you're that happy? And they're going to go, absolutely. How do I do that? And you, you simply put their mobile number into your... You send them a text via your mobile or an email, but most of this is done via mobile. And it's it's a one simple touch step. Uh, and two buttons later, they've just given you a fantastic review. It's it's that easy. Okay. It's that so, easy and it's fantastic. So just run through that again. I, 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 um, they've got to download the app. Yes, they do. And you send them a link. You send them a link and... Uh, they then just type in what they want to put in, push a button, yes, and you guys take care of the rest. Exactly. It comes if it's four or five, and and of course they're going to be delighted because I've just finished telling you how good your spaghetti is or how fantastic you've resprayed their car, and so you you basically say, "Can I trouble you?" And you probably even got their mobile because when they booked in, you took yep, their number. Sure. Yep. You say, can I please trouble you to give me a, a review because, you know, business is very important. Of course, oh, I'd love to. So you literally send them a link to their mobile number and they open up that app and the first thing that comes up is how many stars would you like to give? Right. And if, and if they tap four or five stars because they're delighted, then they have the option of putting a comment. Right. And they can write fantastic service or, well, these guys just couldn't do enough for us. And da-da, there it is. It's a great idea. I love it. So do reviews have any effect on your um, SEO? Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. Um, Of course, uh, you know, Google essentially put up uh, your based upon your star rating. So the more, the better the amount of stars you've got, the more you're going to get to the top of the page. Um, Now, if someone's typed in you specifically, you know, John's, John's Auto Repairs, and so up, up you come. There, oh, there, there he is, because he's just around the corner from me, and I'd like to call him. Then, sure, specifically, Google have listed you at the top because that's who you specifically asked for. But do keep in mind, of course, that right next to your name are all your competitors in the same area. Yes. So suddenly, although they were about to call you, they go, "Oh, look at." Oh look! Look at Gino's auto repairs just underneath. Oh, look at all their rev- and suddenly their review goes. Gino gave us a free speedboat with our service, <laughs> yeah. and you go, oh, you know what? I think I'm going to go to Gino. Yeah. Uh, so, but if you type in auto repairers in City Central, <coughs> excuse me, then yes, the, all the guys with good reviews and good star ratings, they're going to get to the top of the page. So yes, absolutely dramatically affects SEO. Now, so we've been talking predominantly about reviews found on Google. Um, what can be done with you know other platforms like Facebook or even things like TripAdvisor? How, what, how, do we, how does that handle? Okay. When you when we send the customer an app or when the business owner sends the customer the link that says, please review us, um, there's a little drop-down window on his mobile phone screen that offers you the choice of which platform you would like to post your review to. And that includes Yelp, TripAdvisor, um, uh, True Local, Google. 
So you can post it to the platform of your choice. Um, the other thing, of course, which maybe I'm jumping the gun, is of course our what, what we call social push advertising, which um, Mike, my partner, who unfortunately can't be part of this interview today due to some family emergency, is a very, very clever boy, and he has developed and written this particular app and this program called, which we call Social Push Advertising. And if you like, um, you know, and you say, thank you so much for your service, John, and I'm so glad you, lo you loved what we did. Um, would you like to review us? Absolutely, he says. So he's also got a choice um, to, to uh, post his, uh, uh, the review he wants to give us on Facebook. He can, he can touch the Facebook uh, logo on the page. And because of that, we can send him um, a link to our website. And it could be simply your, your homepage of your website or it could be a specials page of your website where you're doing a monthly promotion, and that automatically gets posted up onto his Facebook page, and suddenly you've just gone viral for free through that guy's Facebook and to all his friends. So that's, that's just, again, pretty much just a click of a button. A, a touch of a button on your screen. It's, it's just, it's absolutely fantastic, and frankly... Why on earth wouldn't you want this for your business? You know? Sure. It's just, why on earth wouldn't you want a tool like this? This, this, this goes far beyond an app. This, this has become one of the most astonishingly powerful business tools you would ever want to use. Um, allow me to just slightly turn left here with what I'm saying. But one of the things we're discovering, we're really, it's honestly keeping us in with our mouths open is the amount of business owners that are actually failing to realize the power of Google. Yeah. And it's almost like we have to tell them they've got a slight problem before we can offer them the solution. And I'm not, again, good Lord, I'm, this is nothing derogatory to Google. Um, it's the fact that, you know, Google offers this platform that could tell everybody how good or bad you are. And there are so many people that don't get the power yet of when they open up the Google page and there's your business listed with everybody else's yeah. and how your business possibly isn't faring as well as it should on paper because you've had a couple of bum reviews that could be 12 months old. Yes. You've, I look at businesses that had two reviews and, and one's from 2008 and one's from 2011. Yeah, There's nothing give, current at all. Doesn't give you confidence, um, does it? Exactly. And suddenly, you know, the penny drops that this is one of the most powerful things. Why on earth wouldn't you want this for the ridiculous cost that we're offering it at? Wouldn't you want this for your business? It's just, yeah. What I, what I find amazing is um, I speak to business people all the time who are telling me, you know, that what great results they get from Facebook and they spend five or ten bucks, you know, that that's all they spend yeah. and they get these fantastic results. Why isn't everybody doing it? You know, I just I, I, I just can't work out why. So with, yeah. Um, yeah. with you, you simply um, using better reviews, you simply um, push a couple of buttons and you're out there. You're out there on Facebook. You're out there on whatever else you want to be on in addition to Google. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So the whole thing takes you a couple of, you know, a minute. It's it's literally probably even less. I mean, obviously, it depends on, you know, how, you know, proficient you are with your mobile. And there's plenty of people that, that, you know, sort of stumble a little bit. But we've made it so easy that literally, if you wanted to, you could just give, you know, your business a four or five star rating, um, because obviously, if you're asking the customer to review you, then already they're delighted. Yes. You know, with you, so they're going to give you a ripper. And and even if you know you think the business the sale went well, and you ask them to review you, and they do, but they perhaps they didn't quite take to the salesman, and they didn't really like him, and I only give you a three. It comes to you. You can contact them and go, John. I apologise for if you had a bit of a a poor experience with us. Um, you know, how can I make that better for you, mate? Yeah, that's, um, that's great. So, And then they become friends for life. But you've got them because you, you've offered to make amends and, man, they'll give you a ripper then. Yeah, that, that's, you know? that's so critical. So how long have you guys had the app up? It's a, it's a relatively new company. Um, I would say probably, um, look, realistically, let's just say officially three months. And it's been it's, growing it's like absolutely crazy, hasn't it? Yeah, it's knocking people dead. It's knocking them. As I say, the biggest thing we're finding is people actually, most people don't realise that they've got a problem yet. And sure. it, it might not be a problem. I'm not saying everyone's got a problem. I will say all businesses need better reviews. Absolutely. And all businesses need better reviews. That's a double, a double meaning there. But you do, it's so important. And once people, once the penny drops, they go, oh, my God. And it's and, so and the easy. Wonder- it's so easy. Go ahead, Paul. It's so easy because you're getting the person at the, at the point where they're absolutely delighted. You're getting the review immediately and then within, you know, 30 seconds or a fraction more, bang, you, you mm. push, push a button and out it goes and it's, it's all over the internet. All over the internet. And you don't, the customer doesn't have to, it's not some lengthy, as I say, they can stand and do it on their mobile right there. They can get out to the car, they go, thank you, bye, sit in their car, and by the time they turn their key and they're, and they're putting their seatbelt on and the car's warming up for that 30 seconds, they've gone, bang, four stars or five stars. If you want, you can write, these guys were great, or great meal, or yep. fantastic service, and that's it. And it's done in 30 seconds and you get on with the rest of your life and everybody wins. What are the everybody big, wins. What are the biggest challenges you guys faced in, um, in getting it up? Most, most people have trouble um, running into troubles while funding is always a problem. But um, what, are the, what are the biggest issues that you faced? Well, now, here's where, you know, I may suddenly display some of my shortfallings. <laughs> I'm not the tech guy in this particular, you know, yep. in the better reviews business and system. Um, we both obviously brought different things to the table. Yep. Mike Potter is an astonishing writer on the back end of things. He is, he never ceases to amaze me on how he writes these amazing apps and programs. Right. And he just continues to come up with with uh, a solution. And someone will go, yeah, look, one of the problems I had was, and I can't think of a problem right now, I'm, I apologise. Did you but guys Michael need to goes, raise mm. money? 
um, we did. Um, that's that difficult? Perhaps uh, it, it wasn't because we had a couple of people that instantly went, oh, I'm in, I'm in. Um, we also brought the, to the table our own our own little piece as well. I, I've been looking for something for, for quite some time um, and Nick and I have discussed, Nick and I have been, we are long-term mates. This isn't something we just came together because we, we we sort of met across the room at a business convention and decided we'd do something. We are long-term friends, like I'm talking 30-year friends. Oh, okay. I've seen the potential in Mike for a very, very long time, and he, he'll often call me at some crazy hour and go, what do you think of this idea? And run something by me, and I go, wow, great idea. And then I sleep on it and get back to him the next day. And because I'm not such an ultra, super-duper tech guy, I tend to look at... I tend to approach things from the almost the common man or the working guy angle. And I bring up these issues with him and he'll go, yeah, good point. Yeah. But this time around, this one was born, this one was born out of a brainwave that just hit us like a tidal wave at the same time. It hit us like a freight train. And Mick just started writing and writing and writing and developing. And we keep this, and this, we haven't even talked about a couple of the other multi-layers to better reviews. Okay. Um, and may I, may I just say that if you're a business owner, okay, let's say you own a car yard or a car dealership, you have 10 salesmen, five salesmen. Right. You can, you know, this becomes part of the tool. It's not just any more about signing, how many customers did you sign up this week? Along with the curriculum that those guys have to work to, uh, as part of your formula that you lay down when you work sure. for them or when they work for you is yep. you need to get that customer to give us a review. And you you can go in to the back end of this and have a look at what, she, what each individual salesman's performance is by how many reviews he's received. That's a good idea. And if, and if um, you know, Johnny, Johnny's knocked him dead and he sold 10 cars this week and he's got 10 killer reviews. Well, we love Johnny. But uh, but Jethro Jethro only sold two cars, and one of those reviews is is pretty ordinary, or he doesn't have any reviews. Mm. Mm, we need to have a little look at Jethro, I think, or you know yeah. Jimmy or whoever it is. So, sure. so mm. what what's next? Where do you go next? What's your next um, step with this? Getting it out, well, getting it out there into the market. We we are. You know, we've we've captured the everybody that that looks at this just is is gobsmacked, and it's very exciting. Um, and, and at this point, we are really only you know we've we're sort of branching into Australia, etc. We are um, very keen to you know offer this on a much much grander scale, you know, on a, on a world scale, if you like. Um, and because it's it applies to Every single business, it doesn't matter whether you're a one-man one man mechanical workshop or whether you're a car dealership with 10 salesmen, a restaurant, a print supply, a massive hardware chain, you need better reviews. You just need good reviews and your SEO to really count. And, and our aim is to just touch every single business in the world and show this to them. Right. You know? And we're not going for the jugular. We're, it's so realistically priced; it's ridiculous. What, one of the things. What is the, the price? It is. It is ten bucks a week. It's thirty nine ninety nine a month. 
$39.99 a month. Okay. Yeah. All righty. Well, and, and we're, getting, we're, ahead, getting clo- we're getting close to running out of time, so I just sure, want, I just wanted to make a couple of a couple of comments. Um, for you, for those of you listening out there, the company's called Better Reviews, and you get it at betterreviews.com. Um, and you know, we we can no longer ignore reviews. Nearly everybody mm. goes to Google to look up reviews before they buy something, so you've got to have good reviews. And just pe- by people's nature, they'd rather put up a negative review than than a positive one. So this is an opportunity for you to get extract positive review, reviews out of happy customers, and. Mm. Um, just follow a, a series of really simple steps that maybe take half a minute to um, put great reviews not only on the Google platform but across a number of platforms. So customer satisfaction can be monitored on an ongoing basis and um, I think it's pretty unique to be able to have uh, the ability to virally market through the social networks of satisfied customers at, at no further cost so you can you're controlling you're controlling um, critical feedback that's going out into the market um, Andy thank you very much for speaking with me on the Bob Pritchard radio show I really love this idea I think it's terrific so you can learn more about better reviews by going to betterreviews.com so that's betterreviews.com or if you have any questions um, get in touch with me bob at bobpritchard.com and I would be delighted to pass you on to the guys and I'll be back with more of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show and Voice America Business Network after this short break from the boardroom to you Voice America Business Network. You are listening to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show. To connect with Bob, please send an email to bob at bobpritchard.com. That's bob at bobpritchard.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the Bob Pritchard Straight Talking. Absolutely no bullshit radio show back on Voice America Business Channel. And this is the number one global business radio show for entrepreneurs. And this week, broadcasting from our studio on Hollywood Boulevard, where technology meets entertainment. Um, A recent study's found a correlation between hotter climates and heightened violence and aggression. And with temperatures rising significantly each year, the danger of future global conflict could be much greater than we thought. That's an interesting tidbit of information. So um, correlation between hotter climates and more violence. So um, something to look forward to. Now, you're probably familiar with Siri, Google Now, Alexa and Cortana. But Viv is an artificial intelligence platform that enables developers to distribute their products through an intelligent conversational interface. It's the simplest way for the world to interact with devices, services, and things everywhere. Viv is taught by the world, knows more than it is taught, and it learns more and more every day. Now, you'll be able to directly connect your products and services to the Viv 
platform and users will be able to query your services seamlessly without apps. Apple understands that they need to open up or get screwed by their competitors, so they recently released their Siri SDK. Similar idea, allowed app developers to directly integrate their products into Siri for easy access by any Apple user. Soon we won't be developing any more apps, but just robust APIs that feed into these artificial intelligence platforms. If you've got a great idea, figure out how to develop it into a bot on a messaging platform as your original MVP, because the code lives in the cloud and not on the user's device. So it's uh, cheaper and easier to update on the fly and onboard your users, and there's for example, 900 million monthly users on Facebook Messenger. So if you love the concept as a bot, then you know to start development on the mobile app version and seamlessly transfer over your users to the more enhanced experience. All very cool, isn't it? At the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, we're all about entrepreneurs here, and uh, Cindy Whitehead is our Entrepreneur of the Week now, have you heard about nail polish that detects date-rape drugs in drinks? Very cool. What about Adyee, the female Viagra? Now, they're the brainchild of Sydney, Cindy Whitehead, and she's a leading women's health advocate and entrepreneur. She's bright, she's bubbly, and she's a serious entrepreneur in pink. And with a 22-year track record in healthcare, she's best known for building and selling pharmaceutical businesses that deliver industry record-setting returns. So this is the sort of girl you need to know. Cindy's the CEO of Pink Ceiling, and their first partnership is with Undercover Colors, and this is a rally-based startup that's developing a wearable nail technology, and it detects date-rape drugs in spiked drinks which provides a pretty powerful tool at the fingertips of women. The um, nail polish was developed from memory by four freshmen at university. I'm not 100% sure of that, but um, it was one of these things that came across my desk quite some time ago. And it's formulated to change colour if you dip your finger in a drink spiked with drugs like GBH, Rohypnol or Xanax. Cindy then created Aggie because there were 26 FDA-approved products for men, Viagra, etc., and there was none for women. So can you imagine the embarrassment when she pitched the first female Viagra to a room full of male investors, a whole bunch of guys sitting there sneering and listening? Didn't hurt her, though. She changed the pitch to make it more of a medically-based pitch. And uh, she sold the business for $1 billion up front. Now, Cindy, very smart. She spends her days on the road meeting female entrepreneurs. She doesn't want to bring a new product that she conceives to market when there are so many brilliant women out there that she'd rather highlight and promote. Cindy, you are our Entrepreneur of the Week. Very good. Um I particularly like the um, the 
nail polish that detects the um, spiking of the drinks under color, undercover colours. I love that. Alphabet's uh, Google unit said this week that the company was receiving 4,000 state-sponsored cyber attacks every month. Now, that's pretty extraordinary. That's about one every six minutes or something. And that should give us all cause for concern. These are state-sponsored. These are not just individual hackers. These are state-sponsored hackers. And the Internet Search Leader, which develops the Android mobile system and also offers email and a range of all sorts of other applications for consumers, has led the way in notifying users of government spying. Others, including Microsoft, of course, have since followed suit. Google, which is considerable security prowess, issues tens of thousands of warnings every few months and alerts customers who often upgrade their security in response. So that's um, that's pretty amazing. 4,000 state-sponsored hacks a month. You'd want to be on your toes, wouldn't you? If companies don't disrupt themselves, they're going to get disrupted by somebody else. The knowledge that people could disrupt you quicker than you can disrupt yourself should be a persistent driver of change. You know, you should always be wanting to really change the way you do business constantly or someone's going to come in and do it better and cheaper and faster. For organisations with gaps in their digital competencies, it's a hard word, competencies, there is no way to understate the challenge of transforming their culture skills inventory and workplace structure but as always the key to all this is planning plus i guess a little bit of creative hit and miss and strong leadership don't forget we are developing some new products here at the bob pritchard radio show which we'll have up on our website which is bobpritchard.com that's also where you go to um get my monthly newsletter now come tomorrow i'm going to start putting out a daily newsletter and we'll see how many people tell us to rack off and then we'll make a decision as to whether we continue it or not it's going to be very short no more than 30 seconds of reading and stuff that you really should know that day so it's really beneficial information in the meanwhile remember if you're not really pushing the envelope, I mean really pushing the envelope, not mucking around, absolutely right out going for it, and you're not living on the edge, then you're taking up too much space. You're occupying space that somebody else could be make, using for benefit. You know, it's easier and much more rewarding to do the seemingly impossible than it is to do what everybody else does and do the ordinary. I'm Bob Pritchard and I look forward to your company again next week when I will again broadcast from Hollywood Boulevard in Los Angeles, Silicon Beach, where technology meets entertainment. You've been listening to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show. Please join us again next Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Until then, enjoy another week of success in your business and your life.